0: Production made possible in part by MedPlus Advantage. You're listening to Radio Rounds, a talk show created and hosted by medical students, where today's stories are told by tomorrow's doctors. I'm your host, Sam Roberto. Coming up on today's show, Radio Rounds host John Corker and I sit down with Thomas Moore, Ph.D., to talk about his understanding of the soul and the role that one's soul plays in the process of healing.
1: I think these matters of the soul are extremely important, have a lot to do with how a person feels about themselves. I mean, I'm a psychotherapist, you know, I deal with these soul issues all the time. And I'm I'm aware of how a depression, a difficulty in a relationship, uh, questions about work, maybe not doing work that a person really wants to do, it makes them feel down, it makes them feel anxious, and all of that affects their health. So I think it's something worth addressing if you're really dealing with a person in the medical treatment.
0: From that discussion, here's more with Dr. Moore right now on Radio Rounds. Welcome to Radio Rounds, everyone. I'm your host, Sam Roberto. Last week, we aired the first installment of a special series of narratives published in Pulse Magazine, an online publication that shares personal accounts of illness and healing, fostering the humanistic practice of medicine, and encouraging health care advocacy. Radio Round's host Lakshman Swami shared the story of Dr. Steve Lewis, entitled Five Years Later, about his personal struggle as a parent dealing with his adult child's cancer diagnosis. It is a beautifully written deeply emotional piece that has served as a source of comfort and inspiration for other parents and family members sharing the same experience. Look forward to more pieces from Pulse Magazine throughout this season. This week we're excited to welcome special guest Dr. Thomas Moore, PhD. Dr. Moore is the author of the best-selling book, Care of the Soul in Medicine, healing guidance for patients, families, and the people who care for them. He has been a monk, a musician a university professor, and a psychotherapist. And today, he lectures widely on holistic medicine, spirituality, psychotherapy, and the arts. Radio Rounds host John Corker joined me on the interview, and we started by asking Dr. Moore to define the concept of soul and the role that soul can play in a patient's healing process.
1: The soul uh, to me is uh, you know an area that I've been working in for well over 20 years. It's different from spirit. A lot of people are interested in the spirituality of medicine. I think we understand that it has to do with uh, uh, matters of, you know, afterlife and uh, prayer and uh, religion, that kind of thing. Uh, soul is more, the way I use it anyway, the tradition I follow, soul has to do with the deep feelings and attachments that we all have and the things that really make life rich and interesting, like uh, family is very important to the soul. So when we talk about uh, the soul of medicine, I'm interested in how a family and relationships in a family might affect the health of a person or including the family really seriously in treatment. I often say that I know my own experience when I've gone to visit my family members in hospitals, a lot of times we feel like we're we're in the way, or we're, we're tolerated, but we're not really accepted, you know. And I mm-hmm. I'd like to see that shifted. I'm interested in things like food. When I first published Care of the Soul, I talked a lot about food. I didn't expect to, but food is a really p- important part of a soulful life. People go to visit someone in the hospital. They may say right off, "How's the food here?" You know, it's like you think, "Well, why don't you ask a more serious question?" Well, because that's the human question. And so the soul has to do with our humanity, what makes us human, very down-to-earth, ordinary experiences, a home, family, friendship, animals, a certain way in which nature can be soulful, uh, the the area of the world in which you live. All of these things have a lot to do with the soul, where we feel them very deeply, And I feel that those things are pretty much neglected in medicine or in the treatment of people. I think these matters. Of the soul are extremely important. Have a lot to do with how a person feels about themselves. I mean, I'm a psychotherapist. You know, I deal with these soul issues all the time, and I'm I'm aware of how a depression, a difficulty in a relationship, uh, questions about work, maybe not doing work that a person really wants to do, it makes them feel down. It makes them feel anxious, and all of that affects their health. So I think it's something worth addressing if you're really dealing with a person in the medical treatment.
2: And Thomas, you you clearly have an extensive educational and and literary background in the fields of music and religion with advanced degrees in in musicology as as well as uh, religion. And you kind of apply this background, uh, writing and speaking about these main topics of the spirit and the soul, like we've mentioned before. How are you drawn to the practice of medicine? How how are you drawn to applying uh, all of that knowledge to the practice of medicine? There must be a story there.
1: Well, it's not a terribly complex story. I published Care of the Soul, my major book, in uh, 20 years ago, 1992. And I, up to that point, I hadn't really thought of my work having uh, a relevance to medicine. I mean, I knew generally it would, and I, I had some thoughts about it, but not a lot. And then I began getting invitations to speak at medical conferences, medical schools, and uh, at hospitals. Can- the first one came from a cancer center. And uh, since then, I've been at just countless places, medical schools and conferences all over the world, really. And uh, so I didn't, I didn't invent this myself. It was more like an invitation. And at first, I was intimidated by it. I thought, well, I don't know anything about this. But it didn't stop me. I just went in and tried to see what was going on. And I found out that there are so many areas that needed attention uh, from the, from the soul point of view. So it feels right to me.
2: So medicine kind of found you?
1: Medicine found me, exactly.
2: In the last few months, years, as long as you've been speaking with doctors and nurses, have you learned anything from the practice of medicine or your experiences with healthcare professionals that has kind of augmented your understanding of the things you've been writing about and speaking about for for decades?
1: I've learned a lot, certainly a great deal. I mean, I've, I've I spent a lot of time now at conferences I never thought I would attend. You know, I may go and spend a day um, at a conference on uh, ovarian cancer, which I did at uh, NYU, and things like that. So I learned a great deal. One of the things I I have learned in particular, I guess, is that um, I was surprised a bit to realize that there's a divide, at least in the hospitals I visited, between the experience of nurses and doctors. Nurses seem to be already doing more of what I'm talking about, the soul work, already. One hospital in particular, the nurses told me they believe that 90% of their work is psychological. It's not what they were trained for. I thought that was pretty interesting. So when I talk to them, I'm really talking to them about subjects that they're very interested in, and I am too. I'm prepared to talk to about very easily. On the other hand, there's a slightly different issue than with the doctors because the doctors are not only educated in these uh, very technical approaches to dealing with the body without relevance, without reference, I should say, to issues of soul and spirit. But I think in a way they have been enculturated. They uh, They come to believe in a scientific approach to illness and to a patient. And it's a very strong belief, almost like a religion. And it's hard to penetrate and i find that there's only a small portion of the doctors that i talk to well maybe my guess is something like 25% who are really interested in expanding beyond it and most of the time i understand they they you know they're really trying to do their work that they love the, they're very proud of their competency but i think what it does it tends to limit their perspective and uh so I find it difficult to talk to doctors, and I don't find it difficult to talk to nurses.
0: As a takeaway point, um, what message can you provide for our listeners, uh, students, health professionals, and members of the community uh, as we close the interview today?
1: One of the things that, uh, that I think about with people working in medicine and training in medicine is that it would be helpful if you knew that when you get into this field, there's a danger uh, that your own mind will be narrowed in the process. One way to look at it is you're you're going to get a very good focus, and you can be secure in the great competence that you will have in your work in dealing with the human body. So that's the plus side. That's what you get from entering into the way we imagine medicine. There's a fantasy behind how we do medicine today and how we teach medicine. That, that has a lot of good things going for it. We've been able to accomplish a great deal from it. But it has excluded so much. That's also important. It, is, it has excluded very often what has been accomplished in the past. There are, there are many th- aspects of medicine that I find very rich in ancient Greek medicine, and in the work of uh, someone like Paracelsus, a great physician of the 16th century, when I read history books, uh, history of medicine books, they give the impression that we have we have advanced so much that everything in the past is was ignorant or was is no longer applicable. It's just the opposite. I think the soul of medicine and the spirit of medicine can be found in the past. So I would like to have a more creative and appreciative approach to the past, for for someone doing this work and if they could be aware that uh, that there is a tendency to be narrowed, it's up to the medical student to educate himself or herself in these other dimensions and i understand that there's already too much to do but a little bit can go a long way just to become more aware what's, what what is available what is it about chinese medicine you know that it's so, that is effective and interesting well why not explore it a little bit really get into it and maybe even in the practice of medicine, be able to to draw on some of that knowledge. Maybe You don't have to practice all of it. That's not necessary. But to have a little bit of knowledge so that you have a, a more comprehensive way of dealing with illness when you are facing it, and maybe be able to rely on other people to call in as consultants or create a team where we have a, a more multifaceted approach to uh, the tools we have for dealing with illness.
2: Doctors and nurses with open minds, an eye for the past and the present, and certainly for other cultures, all with an eye towards healing the entire person. That's a healthcare team I'd entrust my life to. Thomas, thanks so much for joining us on Radio Rounds today.
1: Uh, I've enjoyed it very much. Thank you for having me.
0: You're listening to Radio Rounds, and I'm Sam Roberto. That was Thomas Moore, Ph.D., psychotherapist, spiritual writer, and author of the best-selling book, Caring for the Soul in Medicine. So we learned from Dr. Moore the concept of the soul as an environment. He talked about all of the external factors like family or food that can unexpectedly but intuitively affect one's healing process. This is interesting because we don't learn a lot about the soul in medical school. It can be a sensitive topic. There is a lot of scientific book knowledge to be mastered in medical school all of the science courses, but medical students should remain wary of the limited ability of that knowledge alone to adequately address the comprehensive health care needs of our patients. Science doesn't have the answer for every aspect of healing. Physicians and physicians in training alike should study the history of medicine as well as healthcare care and other cultures and integrate these best practices, sort of as one adds tools to a tool belt into the most effective healthcare plan possible for our patients. This has been a really interesting perspective from someone who has spent a lot of time in healthcare settings and worked with healthcare professionals and seems to really understand the art of medicine without ever being trained in the science aspect. We hope you'll join us for rounds next week when we sit down with Nathan Moore and Elizabeth Askin medical students at Washington University in St. Louis. Nathan and Elizabeth have studied the most significant aspects of the U.S. healthcare care system, including the roles of various practitioners, the pharmaceutical and device industries, Medicare and Medicaid, and of course, healthcare care reform, and summarized what they learned into a short, easy-to-read guide to American health care. In the meantime, remember that you can download podcasts of all past episodes, Just search the iTunes store for Radio Rounds or visit www.radiorounds.org. You can also contact our team via email, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. All of that information at radiorounds.org. Production made possible in part by MedPlus Advantage. Sponsored by the American Medical Association. Providing group disability and life insurance to students and residents through participating educational institutions. Visit us at MedPlusAdvantage.com. Radio Rounds is also proudly partnered with the Student Doctor Network, online at studentdoctor.net. Find answers to your questions about medical school or residency programs, ask questions in our online forums, and get answers quickly. It's fast, easy, and available now at studentdoctor.net. Of course, please remember that the views and opinions expressed on Radio Rounds are not representative of the views and opinions of the partners of Radio Rounds or of the Wright State University Boonshoff School of Medicine. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone, and have a great week. From our entire staff here at Radio Rounds, I'm Sam Roberto, and one day, I'll be your doctor.